Hello, hello, and welcome to Meaning of Lucas. So I want to talk about Dexter New Blood. And if you're not familiar with it and you're not going to watch it, then stick around. Um, if you haven't watched it, definitely go watch it. Um, this is going to be a spoiler cast, so I'm going to spoil everything, or at least I'm going to try. It's been a, about a week, week and a half since I watched the finale, the the last episode of season one. Yeah, I should also mention this is season one that I'm talking about. So I watched religiously, addictively, the first Dexter. So all the seasons with all the different serial killers, I watched them all. I absolutely loved Michael C. Hall's narration. I thought it was the best narration I've ever heard, period, the end. And other shows have done a little bit of that um, since Dexter ended, but nothing like nothing like Michael C. Hall's voice. Like it's just, it's, it's amazing. It's Dexter. It's, it's everything. So when I heard they were making, um, a new show, I was immediately like, no, I'm not going to watch it. I finished Dexter barely. I was sobbing with tears. I was, I was distraught. That finale wrecked me. It was to me, it was the greatest finale, uh, emotionally. Like it, it pulled like so much emotion out of me, it broke me like three or four times. And just just when you thought you couldn't like cry anymore, it's not like I was like, boo hoo hoo hoo, uh, crying or anything like that. But tears were rolling down, I was emotionally distraught. And that that finale just continued to hit you right in the heart, just boom, 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 boom. And I'm just like, ah, I can't do this. Holy crap. I almost had to pause it. I was like, this is so intense. Um, but I was one of the, one of the, um, um, I was the, the, what am I trying to say? I was one of the ones that was like, this was a good finale. It did its job. It, it broke you down. It made you go, okay, that's the end. I don't need any more. I, I got it all. Like, you know, everyone is where they should be or dead. <laughs> and that's it. That's the end. Um, but the creators of it were like, or the writer was like, no, I didn't get a finish. I didn't get to end it the way I wanted to end it a hundred percent. So I guess the creator of it was like, I want to do it my way. And his team was like, well, let's do it a little bit different than that and call it a day. And that's what they did. That was the finale. So it wasn't his vision. It wasn't his main goal. It wasn't his main drive. It is dream his, his whatever it, it, it was. It was a group effort and that's how it ended. So from what I've read and I believe Dexter new blood was his way of ending Dexter the way that he wanted to. So the, the finale was, was his, um, was his passion. And once again, he effed it all up and people got pissed off. Like the, the end of the, the season finale of the first Dexter, we'll just call it Miami, um, was, was it, it divided people. There was more than 50% were like, no, you did it wrong. I can't stand that. And then the rest were like, you, it was okay. And then the rest were like, it was great. Um, like me, I was like, yeah, this is, this is a good finale. So he came back to finish it his way and then pissed everyone off all over again, but we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. So 
so my beautiful wife was like telling me people are saying Dexter New Blood is great. It's on Showtime. I'm like, we don't have Showtime. I don't want to watch it necessarily because I finished Dexter. I'm done. I don't need any more. And I was convinced it was going to be terrible. Um, I was convinced it was going to be like completely different and just not the Dexter that I love. But I finally caved. I said, okay, Amazon is doing a 99 cent for two months uh, deal. We literally got it on the last day. <laughs> so if we had waited one more day, it would have gone up back up to $11, um, which actually reminds me, I need to cancel my Showtime because I'm not paying more than $2 for Showtime. I will cancel before it goes back up to $11 because that's a lot of money for what they have to offer, which is like a couple shows. Um, good ones at least. So anyways, so I finally cave and I say, okay, I'm going to, uh, to subscribe and we're going to watch Dexter. So we flip on the first episode and I'm like, okay, it is the same Dexter, but there's no narration. Where is my voice? I need my voice. I need my Dexter. It wasn't there. And I was like, oh no, but it wasn't bad. I was like, okay, this isn't bad. They're kind of creating this sort of like Gilmore Girls esque um, uh, stars hollow town where um, you're kind of like, okay, I think we're going to live here for a while. I think this is going to be, you know, a multi multi season um, town where we just get to know these characters and blah, 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 kind of like in Miami where you just kind of, yeah. So we're pulled into this snowy, like, wonderland, if you will, that we don't know where it is. We don't know the setting of it. Um, we just know there's a log cabin that Dexter's in and it's really cool. And there's a town. And then as it continues on, Dexter finally decides that he's going to kill again after being um, <laughs> 10 years out. Basically, he hasn't killed in 10 years. He decides he's going to kill again. And then the voice comes back, the narration comes back, the Michael C. Hall, the Dexter, everything is back to the way it was. And I am, I am like totally invested, absolutely in love with the show. Every time an episode ended, I was just like thinking about what was to come and I was picturing the whole, you know, seven season arc, you know, we got we got Dexter back. We got Michael C. Hall back where he belongs because he does not do well in other things. As we've, I don't know if you guys follow Michael C. Hall, but after Dexter ended, he didn't really do anything that blew us away. He didn't do anything that made him stand out. And that's because he is a good vessel for the writers of Dexter to pump in creativity, pump in amazingness. And he just, he just basically becomes this new person when he's on Dexter and he's going to, you know, sadly, um, live out his life as the, 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 the most charming, charismatic, loving, uh, serial killer. And that's who, that's who Michael C. Hall will be Dexter forever. Just like Kramer is Kramer and, yeah, so on and so forth. So, um, so anyway, so you're you're starting to learn about this town. You're learning about his job. You're learning about this and that and this and that. And he, then he decides that he has no option. At least that's what he thinks. But to kill, and once he does kill, uh, which Deb, okay, by the way, Deb is back, <laughs> and my beautiful wife was like, I cannot stand this lady. I don't know why they brought her back. This is so annoying. 
And I was like, you know what? She's not bad. I, I don't mind. Um, a little bit skinny, but uh, to each their own. Um, maybe that was a character choice. Like they were saying, you know, she is dead. So we should have her a little bit gaunt. But uh, for me personally, it was a little bit too much gaunt. So um, yeah. So anyways, Deb's back. She's trying to convince Dexter not to kill again. He does end up killing. And boom, we, we get into this giant... Um, uh, search for this missing uh, son and it just blows up it becomes this giant problem and Dexter is back in his in his wheelhouse of having to navigate um, good people and bad people and and everyone in between he's having to convince people of this and that and 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 plant evidence and he's just like back in his wheelhouse of constantly having to work hard while his back's against the wall. And the thing about Dexter that's very interesting is that it starts off with his back against the wall because he's a serial killer. And then everything else adds on to that. So that's what's so amazing about this show and just always blows me away is that you're you're dealing with a character that you put your, your you put yourself in 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 his shoes and you ride out the show and the seasons with him and you're constantly with your back against the wall because you're like at any moment they could find out I'm a serial killer on top of all the other shit that happens so like he has countless kills behind him and he's got countless kills to come (laughs) so it's it's such a good show because you you want that tension you want that rock uh, and a hard place. You want that. That that is what is so amazing. Just like with with uh, Breaking Bad, you know, you have Walter White, who from day one his back is against the wall because he's cooking meth. Okay, and then on top of that, there's murders and kidnapping and hiding people and just all kinds of crazy shit that happens that just continues to make you go, I have to watch the next episode. I cannot stop watching this show the show becomes the blue meth in your mind and you're just like gotta have more of it (laughs) so dexter is very much the same way i would definitely say that breaking bad is a 10 out of 10 and even the best parts of dexter were only 9.5 so that if you want to understand where i rate those two shows breaking bad is the best tv show ever made totally changed the the landscape of television forever and um, once again, the creators of that uh, worked with, you know, Brian Cranston, who was a great vessel for what they wanted. And then he left Breaking Bad and became just a normal actor again. <laughs> he's not he's not at his pinnacle because he needs guidance that's so great, but he hasn't gotten it since Breaking Bad. So anyways, so back to Dexter. So um, lost my train of thought. <laughs> So anyway, so so Dexter is is committed the murder, which brings back the dark passenger. Woo! The voice, the voice. And that's when you really start to put together that the voice is not your it's not that it's not your normal voice in your head. It, he has an extra voice in his head that is a separate entity, and it is the dark passenger. And it's not the voice that you and I have. It is something greater and and more disturbing and more dark. And this is when you start to really start to understand Dexter and and how crazy Dexter really is. Um, 
So he commits the murder. He starts a, a giant um, um, missing person search, and he has to start navigating everything. And you're like, okay, we're in it now. You know, you have you have characters who are being built basically, and you're 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 starting to understand characters. And then his son comes in, and this is what I call the new blood. Right? You would think, okay, he's killed again. That's the new blood. No, it's the son. The son is the new blood. And then you start to wonder, okay, his son was found in, you know, in a pool of blood. His son had to face Trinity, the serial killer. Um, Dexter was found in a pool of blood. And you're like, okay, you're piecing it together. You're like, this boy is probably a serial killer. And sure enough, as you go along, that's what comes up. You find out that he has the dark passenger. You find out that he has the tendencies and he has all this stuff inside and it's, it's building and it's building and it's growing and he can't figure out how to release it. So he, he, he literally stages a, a, a school shooting in order to cut a kid. And it, we believe that he was going to kill the kid and say, there was a school shooting. I had to kill him, blah, blah, blah. Um, so the boy <laughs> Harrison is the new blood. He is the new, um, the new Dexter, if you will. So as the episodes go on, you start to, they start to build this like father son dynamic and all this stuff. And you don't really think about, um, how it's going to work. You don't really think about like, how is Dexter going to be, you know, taking care of bad guys and killing bad guys and then Harrison also has that itch. So are they going to share the kills? Are they going to like uh, have to have two kills, double, double? The, you don't really think about any of that. You just keep going along and going along and you're like, okay. Um, and then Deb is like trying to convince Dexter not to tell Harrison um, about the fact that he's a serial killer and try to save Harrison and get Harrison some real help from real people and not have Harrison become a serial killer. And she's trying to say that, you know, Dexter's um, dad was wrong and he should have never taught Dexter to kill bad guys and blah, blah, blah. So long story short, he tells Harrison that he's a serial killer and they have their first kill together at the very end of season one. And you still don't really you're not really putting together the fact that, like, how would this work? Like, even the kill Dexter still did the kill Harrison watched. And then Harrison's like talking about like how, you know, they're going to find their next guy. And Dexter's like saying they're going to go to California and all this stuff, blah, blah. So um, they paint this little real quick picture of, you know, where they will end up um, because De Dexter's cabin gets burned to the ground and um, they're literally like, OK, we got to get out of here on top of all of this, on top of all of this. Miami starts creeping back. We find out that this is actually upstate New York and Miami starts to creep back in and information from Miami starts to come into this little town in upstate New York and problems from his past start to come to the forefront. And you're like, oh no, how is this going to play out? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so anyway, so Batista from Miami is actually back in the new season and it was so cool to see him in there and he helps fill in the sheriff from uh, the, uh, the little town about some very crucial information which gets her on the, the the track to figure out that the the Jim Lindsay which is what Dexter's called in this new season I should have already mentioned that 
Jim Lindsay is um, actually Dexter, and she says the words Dexter Morgan, and Dexter admits that he faked his own death and moved up here because he needed to get away from Miami and get away from his problems, but he convinces her that there is no problem and he is not a serial killer and he's not bad, and she she does not believe him at all, but she makes him think that she did. So he kind of thinks, "Ooh, I dodged that one." So there's a lot of dodging in this ep- in this season where he was having to do all this stuff. Um, but anyway, so Batista's coming back. Dexter is being um, looked at by the sheriff. She's thinking a hundred percent that that he is the the Bay Harbor butcher from Miami, and she starts piecing all this stuff together. And it, it they do a phenomenal job of building so much tension and so much like confusion. You're like, I don't know how or where this show is going to go. And it wasn't until the final episode that the music starts to change and he gets arrested and he's put in jail and you're like I don't know how he's going to get out of this are we going back to Miami is he going to be extradited I'm like I have no idea where this show is going to go and then the the the, the sad music comes in and you just start getting this feeling of like oh no this is not going to end well this is going to be very very bad and Dexter is locked up in a jail cell with a really, really nice cop, Logan, um, who's the 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 gym um, teacher. He's the he's the coach, I should say, <laughs> of the wrestling team. He's a really nice guy. He's 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 well established in the town. Great police officer. And Dexter is trying to get the keys from him because uh, he has him in a chokehold and he kills him. And when he kills him, that's when, you know, there is no going back. Now Dexter is officially on the run. There's too much proof that he killed Logan. There's no way he can live in any town in the United States or most of the world without being known and caught. And that's when the the, the sinking feeling of this is going to end badly comes in and you start to get flashbacks to the finale of the first show and you're like oh my god what have i gotten myself into once again this is insane and you continue to ride it out until the very end of the episode when dexter is convincing harrison to come and pick him up and they're going to they're going to you're thinking okay now they're going off to california they're going to go into hiding dexter's going to change his appearance and it's going to be a father and son on the run for the rest of their lives but that's not what happens. That's not what happens. And you're like, oh no, you can, you can tell it's not what happens because the boy who's also, uh, who was also on the wrestling team, a big fan of Logan, the boy Harrison start finds out that Dexter killed Logan. And there's no way that Harrison is going to follow his father anymore because no longer is Dexter just a, good person who has bad tendencies now he's a bad person who does good things occasionally and Harrison wants no part of this whatsoever he wants out and sure enough he's standing there with his with the gun that Dexter had just bought him a few days earlier a rifle he's holding in his hand he's pointing it at Dexter and you're like there's no way he's going to kill him sure enough he fucking kills Dexter and I I was pissed. I was so pissed. I was I was pissed and I was in denial. I was like, okay, 
he is going to wake up. This is all just um, a, a flesh wound, blah, blah, blah. And then you see the blood start to pillow out of him. Pillow, it started to pour out of him into the snow, filling the white snow with red blood. And that's when you realized he's dead. Dexter's dead. And there was this whole heartfelt narration that was happening at the time with Dexter. And he was talking about how the the only person who ever showed him true love was Harrison in that moment because Harrison killed him and let him go, allowed him to be free so he won't have to uh, have other people that he loves die <laughs> uh, while he's trying to kill serial killers and bad guys. So uh, after I was mad and realized Dexter was actually dead, I, I got completely sad and started sobbing once again. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I came back into this for Michael C. Hall, for Dexter, for the narration, and for nothing else. I didn't want anything else. That's all I wanted out of this show. And they just killed the only reason I'm here. The only reason probably most people are here. They just killed the main character in the first season. And... Um, I was, I was sad. I was pissed off. And then I had to just start like rationalizing everything. Okay. What, what just happened? Okay. The son Harrison, who is a serial killer, we know, or he's about to be because he's learned from his dad on how to kill and what to kill, kill the bad guys, kill the big bad guy, kill the guy who's killing others, kill the guy who's killing the innocent. So. Harrison has that now. He has the Dark Passenger, we know. He has the tools that Dexter taught him in the final kill. And he has just killed the Dexter. He's killed Dexter. And now you're like, the new blood is finally here. This is it. Harrison is the new blood. So you're like, okay, Michael C. Hall is gone. So that means Michael C. Hall basically said, I'll come in to the season Um for, for one season, and then I will be gone. I'm not doing a long span on this show, blah, blah, blah. So th then you're like, I'm not, I literally turned to my wife and I said, they just ended the show for me. I won't watch it anymore. I'm not watching a Harrison Dexter. I didn't like the kid's hair. Um, he's 24 playing a 16 or 17 year old and and looks young but his hairline is receding back to the middle of his head and they could never figure out how to get his hair right it always looked like a balding person trying to cover up uh and make his hair go all the way down you know past uh, his forehead and it just the hair was bad on on Dexter and on Harrison. I don't know if you guys picked that up or whatever, but I was just like, oh, my wife also was like, yeah, their hair, there's something up with it. It's, it's, it's never in the right place. It always looks bad. And, um, but anyways, so I'm like, I will not watch a Dexter show where Michael C. Hall is not in it. And it's just Harrison. Like I won't do it because they, they didn't do enough to make you start to like turn to that character um, for guidance in the show. They didn't do enough and they kind of ended it with Dexter's gone, but this is what I realized. Now, this is why I did this whole podcast because I was annoying my wife and she was not wanting to listen or talk about the show. She's one of those people that when the episode ends, she doesn't want to talk anymore. When, um, the season ends, she doesn't want to talk about the season. You know, she doesn't want to talk about anything. She just wants to 
watch the show and internalize it and uh, go on. And, and I'm one of those people that's like, I got a thousand things to say and I need to talk to someone about it right away. So anyways, so this is my theory. This is what I think is going to happen. And this is why I think there's going to be a season two of Dexter, which they're already talking about. They're already talking about release date and all this stuff. And I'm like, Michael C. Hall is going to come back as Dexter in Harrison's mind. Yes, people, just like Dexter had his father in the first show, he's going to have um, Harrison's going to have his father in this show. So I'm like, oh, this is so cool. So you're going to have kills where Harrison is doing the kill and Dexter is standing right there. So Dexter can be throughout the whole, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten seasons that run. And that will, for me, bring me back. I'll watch season two if Dexter is in it, if Michael C. Hall is in it. So that is my hope. That is my prayer. That is my theory of what's to come. Yeah, so we won't know until we get to the season two premiere, whether my theory holds up. Of course, I will be making a new episode when that happens. And I'll make episodes about other stuff uh, in between. But yeah, that is my hope. That's my prayer. I absolutely love Dexter. I love Michael C. Hall. And I love the writing that they do in that show. And I know that they can make Harrison a phenomenal character as long as they keep Dexter around. Now, Michael C. Hall might be like, no, I'm not doing that. And he may just, you know, pull the plug and they may bring in someone else for Dexter to have as, um, you know, a guiding force. It could be his mom. I don't know because, you know, it's not like the person is alive standing there. So, all right, that's the end of this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, if you did, definitely go on to the different podcast apps and hit hit that five star. Give me that rating because that helps out tremendously. Um, as a small podcaster, I need all the love I can get and I need other people to see my star rating. I know that Google uh, Podcasts has five star rating. I know iTunes also. I don't know if people use iTunes. I don't know. Apple Podcast, you can rate it on there. Just get the word out, um, share it on social media if you love this episode, and just spread the love to other people. And you, you know, put in there, you know, this guy's got a great voice. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, once again, I thank you, thank you, thank you so much for lending me your ears, and I will catch you in the next one. Bye bye. <laughs>